Hey guys and girls, you want to see the Mod Father in action? Well now you can. Here's some upcoming dates. 19th of March, I'll be at the Manchester Road 2 Academy for Progress Wrestling, progresswrestling.com. On 25th of March, I'll be at Hannon Bristol for Pro Wrestling Chaos, prowrestlingchaos.com. 26th of March, I'll be at the Electric Ballroom, Camden, London, once again for Progress Wrestling, progresswrestling.com. April 1st, I'll be at the Skyline Pavilion, Brogna Regis for New Generation Wrestling, ngwuk.com. April 2nd, I'll be at Walkabout Cardiff for Attack Pro Wrestling, facebook.com forward slash Attack Pro Wrestling. April 8th, I'll be at the Forest Town Arena, Nottingham for Hope Wrestling, hopewrestling.co.uk. April 15, I'll be at the Skyline Pavilion once again, Bogdan Regis, New Generation Wrestling, ngwuk.com. April 16th, once again, Skyline Pavilion, Minehead, New Generation Wrestling, ngwuk.com. 23rd of April, I'll be at the Electric Ballroom, Camden, London for Progress Wrestling, progresswrestling.com. 29th of April, I'll be at Yate Leisure Centre for Pro Wrestling Chaos, ProWrestlingChaos.com. 1st of May, I'll be at Causeway Eastbourne, Fight Nation TV taping, FightNationOnline.com. On the 6th of May, I'll be at Rushcliffe Arena, Nottingham, Southside Wrestling, SouthsideWrestling.co.uk. On the 7th of May, I'll be at the Priory Centre St. Newitz for Southside Wrestling, SouthsideWrestling.co.uk. Be sure to come out and support me and the rest of the guys and girls representing British wrestling as each week we tear it apart. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 31 of Morgan Webster's Wrestling Friends. As always, I am the mod father of professional wrestling, Morgan Webster, over the next 45 minutes to the hour, to the hour and a half, however long this conversation with Viper goes this week, I am your host, or as I like to see it, facilitator through these chats, discussions, gatherings, you know me, I absolutely love that word, gatherings, with your wrestling favourites, or as I like to call them, my buddies, my pals, my acquaintances, whatever they are, more importantly... They definitely 100% are my wrestling friends. Of course, if you guys are listening, I guess you have been listening from 1 to 31, then you probably already know that this podcast comes to you free of charge every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, or wherever, wherever you get your podcasts from. But please be sure to rate, subscribe, review. It does help us push away up those podcast lists. It does open us up to new listeners. It does help me with my sponsorship deals, and it does help me keep this free. More listeners, more charge sponsorship. Of course, then, that means... That any costs I hit along the way then are uh, all served up by our sponsors. So please be sure to rate, subscribe, review. It really does help. If you do enjoy the podcast and you do want to give something back, if you do want to say, hey Flash, I'm loving these shows, how can I give something back? You can do that in two ways. You can even head over to our sponsor, which is fix.com, P H I X.com. A lot of you saw me at Attack and saw me in that lovely. Paisley jacket. They were nice enough to send me the Paisley jacket down, so definitely go check that out. They also have those lovely, those beige Kensington jackets that Pete Dunn wears, which I know a lot of you are interested in as well. So definitely go check them out. That is fix p h i x dot com and helps and help support them because by supporting them, you're supporting me. You know, I always say this every week: big positive circle. You keep them going, they keep me going. Of course, then stays free. But if you do want to help me out, of course, you can head over to morganwebs.pigartel.com 
got a picture, pick up a DVD. I've got a few DVDs left. I'm not going to do another run of those, of course, because DVDs were just for me when I was injured. And I do have uh, maybe about six or seven Welcome Back to Malice t-shirts. I put up the other day, I had ten. And then uh, I think I dropped down to about two or three. And then realised that I had another five in my car. So I'm up to about maybe eight, six, seven, I don't know, eight, something like that. But uh, I think I have like maybe one small, the rest are larges. So definitely, if you want one of those, definitely head up to morganwebs.bigartel.com. Or if you see me at a show, of course, come and grab me and come and grab one of those. Also have some pictures over there as well. If you do want to do that, if you do want to help sponsor this podcast, you can do that, of course, by heading over to morganwebs.bigartel.com. If you are... If you are a struggling independent wrestler like myself, or maybe you're just a struggling working man or woman, and you can't afford to give something back, don't worry, your time is enough. As long as you listen to every week, I really do appreciate it. But hey, maybe give me a shout out on social media. I'm on Twitter, at Flash underscore Morgan, or hashtag Wrestling Friends. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Flash Morgan Webster, or if you do want to book me on an upcoming show, or maybe you want to send me some tech advice or a discreet email, then of course I am flashmorgan at live.co.uk. I had a few people uh, the last couple of weeks send me some bands of the week. I guess they're probably getting into the podcast the last couple of weeks, but unfortunately that has gone now. It was just, it was, I'll be honest with you, it was a little bit too much work, and I, I don't know if it was, uh, if it was getting the benefits that I wish it had. So unfortunately that is gone. But if you do want to contact me for an upcoming show, or you want to contact me for some tech advice, or maybe just send me a little discreet email and tell me how much you're enjoying the show, of course you could do that, as I said, at flashmorgan at live.co.uk. Love seeing those tweets, love seeing those Facebook posts, love seeing those emails. Love, love, love. This week's guest is the lovely Viper. I was down at ICW this week, I'll chat about that in a second, and got to sit down with her. Um, I messaged her in the week and said, are you going to be ICW? She said, I am. She got there and... Uh, her opponents hadn't shown up. I think she maybe cancelled and nobody told her. So she travelled all the way down. God love her. All the way down to Bristol. Didn't have a match. But luckily she was there so I could grab her for an interview. And it is a lovely one. We sit and chat to her about her starting wrestling. And even though she does play this big intimidating character. I think you're definitely going to be able to tell by the end of this podcast. That she is one of the most loveliest people you ever wish to meet. We have a chat said about her starting wrestling. We talk about her breaking into the scene, about her being a woman in the British wrestling scene. And I also uh, do dabble as well and talk about body image. Because to be honest, in a world where, especially in the wrestling world, where everyone, where they tell all the women's wrestlers they've got to look a certain way, Viper breaks that mold. And when she, she breaks that mold, she shatters it and she says, yeah, I don't look like a regular women's wrestler. That's right. I don't look at the ones you'll see on TV. Do I care? No. And she's on Instagram and she's on all these. And she really is so confident how she looks. And it's wonderful to see. But that confidence, of course, has been a work in progress. It's been years and years of her being out there. And she's got a lot of slack. She really has. And there's a few stories on you that she does explain that as well. She hasn't always had it easy. She really has had to... Uh, fight the stereotype and she's really as well had to kind of embrace who she is and what she is she said that when she first came into the wrestling world she really was quite insecure and i found it with a lot of people that the more confident you get with wrestling the more confident you become in yourself so it is a really good chat i'm not going to gabber on for too much because again i end up giving you the big synopsis of most of the story but this one is an absolute corker as i said i've done icw this week showed up on sunday at icw in bristol my old stomping ground and was kenny williams surprise opponent for his zero g open challenge so it's great to come out there i had a an absolutely great reaction didn't expect it i beat icw once before it's about two and a half years ago i think and i was only just starting to make waves then and dallas invited me in and to be honest i came to burnham and didn't really get that great reaction 
probably uh, probably tried to get in at ICW a little bit before my time. But was luckily the same, was brought into Bristol, came out to see the opponent for Kenny Williams and got an absolutely belting reaction. And then me and Kenny went and tore it up. I had a great little match today with Kenny. And of course, Kenny retained the championship. But uh, I don't think this is the last time you're going to see me at ICW. And everyone as well, everyone's loving my new suit combo, my new blazer, my new tights. Everyone's loving that. So it's, uh, it really was great to get down there. I'll see a lot of the ICW guys cause, and girls because I don't get to see them a lot of the time because a lot of them are based up Scotland and it's very rare that they come down this way. So it was great to see them. But apart from that, really, sent a lot of DVDs this week, sent a lot of t-shirts, as I said. So apart from that, really, just keeping on the grind, getting this shoulder as mobile as possible, getting the uh, getting the blood flow into it, because blood's full of nutrients, of course, and just, you know, making sure that I'm on my way to becoming not just 100%, but 200%, the best mogul website possibly can be. So, yeah, I think that really does sum it all up. It was only ICW this week. I'm being careful. I'm only having one a week. And I'm just easing myself back in slowly to the point where I think I can probably go for two or three. But yeah, I'm in no rush. I'm enjoying it. And uh, the shoulder is it's feeling pretty good. DDP yoga has been a godsend. But it really has been nice to just slowly ease myself back in. I say ease. I'm still doing really stupid stuff off the top rope and to the outside. But I mean ease in the senses. I'm not bombarding the shoulder with two or three days on the trot. But hey, that will come probably in the next couple of weeks. Maybe in the next month. We'll see what's happening. But yeah. I think that really does sum up everything this week. Plugs are out of the way, my week in stereotypes out of the way, and a little synopsis about this week's episode. So yeah, this week, of course, a little synopsis about this week's episode. So yeah, sit back, relax, and enjoy the wonderful and lovely Viper. Enjoy, guys. I am joined here today by Viper. Hi. I said we were going to get this done, and we did. <laughs> we were running around, running around looking for a room for about 20 minutes. And you picked up some. Uh, why have we picked up these? We're, I don't are, know, we, are we nervous feels, a little bit? It feels like what's it that you're not allowed to eat? Yeah, let's not eat. Uh, we're picking up Paul Styron. Let's not eat that. It's going to be a very different podcast if we do. Okay. Not wrestling tonight. No, um, I was supposed to wrestling wrestling Casey Owens, but she couldn't be here tonight, so I just came for the bands. Came for the bands for the podcast. <laughs> I very much appreciate it. <laughs> Your dedication to the to the audio to the See, audio. Be <laughs> make my dates. Make my terms. <laughs> So how do you get involved in wrestling? Uh, kind of by accident, to be honest. Uh, I loved watching it when I was wee. Um, so who, what did, what, what's your first memory of wrestling? Then? Oh, Undertaker. Triple H. Just <laughs> a wee bit Randy Savage, actually. A wee bit. And I, I never really like, cottoned on to like, who these people were and stuff. I just remember watching it. Do you remember when um, like it used to be, it was before like Sky TV or anything, it was cable. Right. And Cartoon Network shared a channel with like TNT. TNT. Because yeah, it was still under the Turner Network. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, I don't remember this because I never had Sky until it became Sky Digital. Right. So, but I remember people telling me that like Cartoon Network would go off and then the wrestling yeah. would come on, and that used to blow my mind. You're right. And I remember being like, the cartoons had finished. I was, I was ill in bed. I was really sick one day. And uh, I thought, what else is on there? And I flicked through. And I think it was like Undertaker came out. He was like doing his mad entrance. And he was like, weird eyes I was like oh my god what is going on this is fantastic and then people were just beating each other up and there was these fabulous women and it was just all such a spectacle I thought oh, this is so good and it was like my wee secret because you're a girl you're like it was perceived that you weren't supposed to like wrestling and it was a boys thing and so I didn't tell anybody about it for ages just like we'd run up the stairs how, and, like, how, old, how old are you? I'm like nine something like that maybe was it, was it the part where all the girls transitioned into the girly girls and you'd be like, yeah. this is a bit tomboy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't want to tell my pals because they'd be like, oh, you like wrestling, oh, you weirdo. 
Um, so I grew up a wee bit and like got away from it because I didn't want my pals to take the piss. And it's when my wee nephew turned nine, he started to watch wrestling. And I went, oh, I used to love this, this is amazing, this is great. And I watched it with him and one day my boyfriend was over the house and he goes, eh, what ex-boyfriend now? He goes, do you know there's a wrestling school like a mile up the road from my house? And I was what? like, what? <laughs> there's a school for this? People can learn to do this? And I went one day and so I So you've never seen any British independent no, stuff? No, not a card, not a card. Didn't even know it existed. Uh, and went to this school and got absolutely battered. Um, what school was this? It was, it was back when it was SWA okay. in Linwood. And uh, I woke up next day and I thought I'd been hit by a bus. I couldn't move. But I was just lying there like, oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I stuck in, in it and that was nine years ago. Nine years? Nine years ago. So you started in two... I hate with maths on the, on the spot. Two thousand eight. Yeah, she was not. Yeah, Were you the only uh, woman in the? No, uh, actually, the, someone who started a week apart from me was uh, the very wonderful Nikki Cross. She is. She is. She is fantastic. Uh, we started a week apart from each other. I'm ruining all these Palestinian things. <laughs> um, and there was another two girls at the time, but they were kind of more like semi into. It. They were more like for valleying and managing and stuff like that. So I'd say we were like their first proper wrestlers. Girls who actually got stuck in and yeah, want to give it yeah, a go. Yeah. So how do you how do you find that? Just you, you two being, do you wrestle a lot together or? We did, but it was good at our school because we our trainer Demo he was like, no, you're not any different from any of the boys. I won't have you treated any different, so you're gonna get hit like a boy. And uh, we did. It was just it was a came, became a thing in our school that if you didn't hit me the way that you'd hit any other boys, I would smack you twice as hard back for being disrespectful and not treating me the same. No, that's good though. No, I definitely, I completely agree. And then, um, because I hate when like some places go and go, oh, you don't have to learn how to take this move because you probably won't do it because you're a girl. And it's like, no, you should just learn how to take the move because somebody like me will show up one day and want to throw you everywhere. <laughs> but then just that is like, I feel like some schools as well, if somebody walks in and they're, they're jacked or maybe they're, 20 stone and they're not jacked yeah. and then they'll be doing stuff and they'll be like you don't need to learn how to get bandera or the rope no no, no you I do because one if you're ever in the ring with another 20 stone person and that happens also if you're not and you do bandera you do the place, lo- like, place lose their mind so 100%. I did a bandera in Japan I did this <laughs> well, what's she doing get down from there <laughs> so, so where was your, was your first match against Nikki uh, it was yeah it was a mixed tag it was myself and a guy called Raging Bull against a guy called Mark Stevens and Nikki Cross were they experienced the boys uh, one of them was yeah uh, Mark Stevens was a, a still a wee bit inexperienced at the time uh, but we definitely had like we were well protected well, that's good because <laughs> when I had my first match it was very much they put me and Hitchman in the same ring neither of them had a match before oh shit which is just <laughs> <laughs> and you can swear it doesn't matter when I see them I don't think it matters so the wrestling scene in, in Scotland how was that? Uh, it was weird because there, was, there wasn't much around so the places that did have their area kind of reigned supreme if you get what okay. I mean, and you just kind of like, there was a couple of places that were like, oh, that's the rival school, you should like them, boo. Um, was there a lot of territorial stuff? Kind of, especially around the Glasgow belt, there was like, you'd go further afield, and um, other places would have like Aberdeen or Fife, but there was a bit of like a, a kind of 
an untalked about war for the central belt. But it took until like ICW came along to go, stop fighting. <laughs> Let's all just work together and put on the best content that we can. Yeah. And it, it, I'd really actually say it was ICW that kind of bridged the gap between the two. Peacemakers, they don't even know it. Well, if you talk about ICW and talk yes. about bridging, when did you get involved with ICW and how did that come about? Don't remember. <laughs> Maybe too many head bumps. Uh, I can actually genuinely can't remember my first match for ICW. That's terrible, I should know. Um, but was it a big deal when you started working for them? Or was no, still... no, definitely. That's why I'm like, how can I not remember? I think they were still doing the... I'm trying to remember if it was the garage I debuted on or there was one in Edinburgh it was me and Bette Noir in Tramspot and I don't think that was the debut one but I think that was the one after the debut yeah do you know what it was was, I'm confused because we they (coughs) had a working kind of agreement with Fierce Females okay and that's how I'm sure it was a Fierce Females show but it was like ICW and Fierce Whiplash that you put together with Fierce Females so how did that come out let's talk about that let's backtrack a little bit how did that come about? I don't know. It's and was that the first women's only promotion you worked? No, I think I'd done pro wrestling Eve before that. Okay, how do you find those? How do you find those? But it's just wrestling girls. Because I can imagine you were the only women's match on a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. And then to go into a promotion where it's just women's matches. Yeah. How do you find that? Um, it was a definitely a change up because a lot of people don't realise like sometimes it's kind of glazed over for the girls getting taught about where your place is on a card and what your match should be like and how you should structure it depending on where you are and who you're with and what you're doing and it it like it doesn't cross a lot of girls' minds to think oh I shouldn't do that move tonight because that's their move and they're the champion of this company yeah. <laughs> um, but luckily like we got brought up really well and we had really good trainers that taught us right and so it was from the get go like right you're on this part of the match um, part of the show so Eight to ten. Keep it, you know. Clean and just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when you got involved with those women matches, uh, women shows, was it just interesting to see how everyone else had been yeah, taught and how they put yeah. together? Um, it was good in a sense as well because it got you like out of your own little bubble and realised like how big the wrestling world can be and uh, what else is out there kind of thing. And it was good for the girls because you do get kind of stuck in a not a rut, but working the same people sometimes in the same areas and you do all the girl shows and you make networks and connections and oh I'll come to your school and train for a bit and just kind of figure out that network, way yeah. network yeah, <laughs> network <laughs> well when you did then start working for ICW did you realise it was just it was a big deal the moment you definitely it was way different from anything else there was another uh, promotion I kind of attempted to do in over 18s but ICW was just hitting the ball out the park every day <coughs> um it's kind of started, started in like the same way that all the other kind of Scottish promotions did in the community halls and Mary Hill, but it just grew legs and ran away. <laughs> but now the whole of Scottish wrestling's all the better for it. So when you came into ICW, what was what were you doing? I think originally I was a heel and I was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at the whole angry thing. I think it's a bit boring and crap. <laughs> what, what, is it because you're naturally a bubbly, excitable, Pokemon-loving <laughs> person? Yeah, it's like, oh, loves, all that kind of stuff. But um, I just don't know, like, obviously you get like your really good monster heels, but to me it's just so awkward coming out and being grumpy and 
like that's boring let's let's be happy let, let's do funny spots <laughs> is that what you love doing just yeah, love doing cool. funny spots yeah <laughs> uh, you were the first ever ICW Women's Champion mm-hmm. let's, talk, let's talk about that then okay so they did a tournament and the tournament is really good but that dastardly Kaylee Ray um, it was in Nottingham Nottingham uh, it was my tournament qualifier and before that everybody kind of assumed it was going to be Kaylee Ray and Nikki Storm in the final and blah blah blah, blah. Um, we're in Nottingham and she won by nefarious means. Okay. Uh, which meant then AK came out and barred me. And so she won the match. But on the day of the high, hy- no, it wasn't Hydro, it was the SECC. Yeah. Pardon me. Um, good old Mike Foley comes out and goes, No, 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 that's not how we play here. And uh, insert men in the match with her and Kaylee. Yep. Uh, Kaylee and Nikki. So I was like, Oh, okay. This how, is great. How was that wrestling in front of all those people? Oh, good. And Mick Foley being there as well. Last year. <laughs> you're just sitting there, he's talking, and you're not taking in a word he's saying because it's Mick Foley and he's standing right in front of you. So I love, I love, I love when, like everyone. So you meet some people and they're like, you've got to be professional. These just, and I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I will sit there and be like, these. this is one of my idols. Like, I sat and I, I just looked like a child getting written, like, read a story from Santa. Like, oh, that's Mick Foley. Like, we know Kim. <laughs> I didn't know he had like half an ear missing. If yeah. I knew that, I pro- I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Would he spoke louder? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have been looking for it, so I'm glad I didn't know. I'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, let me just, can I, can I go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how, how, was the, how was the match? It was really, really good. It was honestly one of my top matches. It was just the scariest thing ever, though, because he just went out and he stood in the ring and he looked out and it was just a sea of people that didn't end. It went into like the darkness. So, Oh, this is really nerve wracking. I hope I don't kill myself. <laughs> and the match itself. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Loved it. Uh, I cried when I won the bell. I was like, because oh, you know you don't believe it, and you're kind of like holding there looking at it. Like, oh my god, I've come. And the place was erupting. Oh, just... it went nuts because I, I think I got like a wee fallen from. Um, I come from. Ayrshire in Scotland yeah. and they kind of banded this like big team of people that came up from that way like the Ayrshire Mafia and they're all like oh cool Burnley lassies won the ICW belt oh my god <laughs> well one thing I do want to talk about and we had a chat a little bit before I put the, the uh, recorder on was how you don't match what a lot of people would uh, consider yes. the typical women's wrestler stereotype and I think it's brilliant that you smash that. I know you smash it, but I feel that you're empowered by that as well. Like, yeah. especially if you look on your Instagram, your Twitter, you're very, um, you're very body confident, which yeah, is great yeah. and stuff like that. So, how do you find that? How do you find? Do you find it a hindrance or do you find it helpful that you didn't you didn't match that? Um, to start off, like people were quite mm about it. Like they were, oh, you shouldn't wear, you should wear more. Things because yeah. you're big and meh and you're square and I was like, or oh, I could just do what I want anyway. <laughs> um, to start off, now people were a bit funny about it and it got me a bit of kind of mm, a bit of jip and then I don't know. I think it kind of like came about like especially as like more women started to come into watch wrestling, they were like, fuck yeah, like she's doing it and she's out doing what she wants. Why can't I? And I got the fucking ugh, this still annoys me to this day. I cannot remember for the life of me what their website was called or anything like that, and it's probably a good thing because I don't want to like make them out to be arseholes. But no, they were arseholes. I got uh, an email from like a German 
uh, fan website saying, oh, we'd love it if you could do this interview for us. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And, like, the comments were just so derogatory towards women wrestling in general. They were like, oh, what do you think of women's wrestling because it's all just shit divas matches? I was like, well, clearly you've never done any of your research if you think that's the only thing that exists. Um, was it the question they were asking you? Yeah, or? yeah, like... It, they're talking about. Like, so they brought they 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 did the interview with you just to kind of like run you. Yeah, down. yeah, that's what it felt like. Honestly, they were like, oh, there's not been any good females in WWE since China and stuff like that. And I was like, Bill Nakano and all these other people that yeah. you're completely missing out. Um, and then one of them was like, I can't remember what the question was exactly, but it was basically like, um, do you think someone your size should be in wrestling? And I was like. Were you like, nah, no, you're totally right, I'm, I'm going I'm <laughs> to go I'll home. just leave now, shall I? Um, but I, I think my response was, okay, there's a £150 lassie in the ring and there's a £250 lassie in the ring. Who do you think is going to have a harder time getting the one off of the other? Let's think about it that way. <laughs> I could sit on a £150 girl and she's not getting up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Engineers, if you're trying to if you're trying to build into like it's a fight, if you walk out, exactly. Walk like, like, they look at the look at the small girl. Got you. You've got you. You've got you. Work harder. My point was kind of like, well, really, should there not be more people like me? Because who's going to win, really? I can't believe I can't believe people even ask that. Well, it's... do you feel as well that as you've got better wrestling and your confidence has grew as yeah, a wrestler, definitely. your confidence in yourself has yeah, oh, absolutely. Because well. when I kind of first started out. Um, could barely say booty a fly. Like I would walk into a room like head down and, 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 and try and not look empty. Like don't catch anyone's attention. Even though you're a large blonde woman, you're going to catch a lot of attention. And <laughs> 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 um, but now, yeah, burst into a room like. Ah, ah. I just found that there was no sense in being shy and all withdrawn because oh, that's boring and rubbish. <laughs> I guess that's how you wouldn't be around your friends either. So, yeah. so you're a bit like just being more yourself. Mm-hmm. So when did we start making the move then out of Scotland? I think my first ever show out of Scotland was Pro Wrestling Eve, in fact. Okay. It was. Um, I get brought down. It was just supposed to be like a, I'll come down and we'll see what happens. It, they were doing like a, a kind of joint show with Southside, okay. I believe, at the time. And they had some girls over from Ice Ribbon from Japan. And it was kind of like a come down and say hello to folk, do some networking and introduce yourself and then something ended up happening and they were like, oh actually we've changed our minds, can you just be on the show? And I was like, oh good thing, I've got gear. <laughs> <laughs> always then, bring your gear. Always bring gear. Um, and they were, they build it as like this like Eve tryout match and they were, it was me and uh, Kirsty Love and they loved it, they were super happy with it, they were like, oh excellent, can you do it tomorrow? I'm like, yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> and then did the things start snowballing after that then? In, yeah, in kind England? of picked up from there. Like, we went to, me and Kirsty as well, we went to uh, Norwich okay. for WAW, which is now Bellatrix. Okay. And kind of everything just grew legs and ran away. Did you find Julia absolutely scary? Do you know what? I was kind of a wee bit apprehensive because everybody said, oh, Julia's really scary. Da, 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 da. And then we got there and she was just the most wonderful, loving, warm motherly person so this is what Nixon met. says Nixon says that like everyone was like she's terrifying she's, and then she met her she's like she's lovely she's British wrestling's mum I think that she I think she's maybe a lot scarier with the lads oh yeah because definitely. she knows that she's got to hold her own and she'll be like 
cut your toes off. That but then with the, with the girl, she's very much she is like a like a mother because I think she knows how hard it is yeah. for women to be in the yeah, business. Yeah, definitely. She knows firsthand. She was doing it for all of us. You know, she was hundred yeah. percent. When did you start making your uh, your way abroad? Start talking about that. Um, do you know this is really bad, but I never ever pushed for anything. Like I've never been any good at like messaging people so, so when you started was the was the did you want to work for the WWE oh yeah obviously yeah. Yeah, like, you but never thought to yourself how am I going to get there yeah just I never even thought I'd wrestle outside my own county to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh no I'm terrible um, I think my first trip abroad really I did some stuff in France which was cool and how awesome is those first ones where like people are paying me I know, right? to go to, to, go to another country <laughs> you just walking through the airport where you're taking like, like didn't buy this great about France oh my god I, was, I wish I still had a good relationship with those people like they'd bring me over on like the Thursday and take me out in the middle of Paris and like they do things different there it was like you'd go out for your dinner at 12 at night and then like go out and they'd take me to this like wee party place and then I'd do the show Friday or show Saturday and then they'd take me out for a lovely lunch somewhere in Paris and the Sunday and round all the markets so I was like this is the best have you seen the film Midnight in Paris no need to watch it is it good one of my favourite films Woody Woody Allen film it's got Owen Wilson in it it's really really good I ain't gonna say anymore but it's really really good I need to check that out so when did you because I know Stardom plays a big part (gasps) and you do a lot of tours with Stardom so how did that come about I was on holiday in Spain with my family. In stardom. I was in all age of I was in I'm like, I don't wrestle. <laughs> okay, no, I was in Spain, I was sitting with my family and I, we have this timeshare that we normally, on my grand's birthday, we go over and like all the family comes really nice. Oh, lovely. It was really, really nice. And we were sitting at dinner table and people were asking me about wrestling and I had a couple of relatives that are a bit kind of like, oh, are you still doing that wrestling thing? I know that. And I'm like, yeah, 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 very good. <laughs> And just like that, I got a message and I opened my phone and it was from a Japanese reporter I'd met, uh, Eve. And he said, hello, um, my name's Hiroshi, I hope you remember me. Um, I've been in contact with Stardom, uh, World Wonder Ring Stardom, and they'd really like to bring you over if you'd be willing to come over. Yeah. And I just stood in, I was like, I had my dinner, looking in front of me, and I went, I'm going to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> they were all on the table and they were all yeah. like, oh, how's that wrestling going? And you speak well, I'm I going to Japan. Like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. And I was like, Can you pass the mash? <laughs> I'm going to Japan. And my mum just kind of went, I'm like, I have to, I have to go away to Japan. And my dad went, What now? <laughs> <laughs> I went, No, I think I've think <laughs> should, should I pack? <laughs> I'm not driving you. <laughs> so yeah, that, and um, that was like in the August, and then August set up. I was to go out in the January. How do you find it? Love it. I'll admit, see, the first time I went, I hated it. I had the worst time, but it was all because of myself. Okay. Um, I'll admit, Why they're, they're ve- like, I don't exist in Japan. Like, I am an anomaly. They don't have people like me. Everybody's average five foot. You know what I mean? I'm, and they're all, like, skinny and really tiny people. And i just this big blonde woman, like, walking around Tokyo, like, hi! And they're like, oh, my God, what is that? Like... I'm just completely different to anything they've ever well, seen. Well, uh, Gibson told me this when he went to China. You know, yeah. People just walk over and just start Touch touching him. him. Touch, yeah. yeah. Especially if you go like out in the more rural areas, everybody just looks at you. And uh, in Japan, they have this thing. Because they're a bit of a naughty country sometimes, you can't get a phone without a camera shutter sound. They've all got to make the noise. Okay. Because obviously people on the Oh, really? Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I just be sitting... That's pretty, that's pretty good. They've caught on to that. Like, like, yeah, you've... Naughty, naughty. 
Um, so sometimes I'd just be sitting on a train, especially if I was going to train and I didn't have any makeup on. I've got like blonde hair, blonde eyelashes, uh, blonde eyebrows, so it yeah. just looked really weird. And I'd just hear, ksh, ksh, and I'm sitting on a train like. <laughs> How do you deal with that? Just, just you just kind of get used to it, really. Is that um, one of the experiences that kind of dragged it down first? A wee bit, like I got self-conscious about that, and then some of the girls that were in the locker room, you could kind of like you don't have to know the language to know that they're saying things about you. And uh, I originally got really, really upset. There was once we did. Uh, was you the only, only girl that you knew? Of? Was no, the, uh, luckily I had a load of good pals and it's really it's really nice like because all the girls that you're there with you live with them you cook you eat with them you, you wrestle with them you form a really good bond and it, there would be times they would see I'd get upset and yeah. they were there to help me out we uh, they always do a big press conference before the Kirk and Hall shows and there was once it was this big build up it was me and their top girl you should I for the main belt and I just like wasn't expecting it to be that way at all like I kind of came in and was just expecting like I don't know, like, you know what I mean, like, can I, maybe young girl matches and Got stuff you. like that, and they were, like, flying me in deep in main events, and I thought, right, I'm going to do this really good promo in front of the press conference and make it sound really good, and then, and, and I came out with this pair oh, of Beltwear promo and talking about, oh, like, because they, they called me Megaton Power, uh, that okay. was, like, my nickname over there, and I was like, oh, my Megaton Power from, not from my, my, the size of my body and my strength, but the size of my heart and fighting spirit. And I could see, like, some of them were like, mm, yes. <laughs> and then... Um, they had a checklist and they were just like, ticking off all the words. <laughs> very good. <laughs> and then the other girl gets on the mic and she says something. Obviously, I have no idea what she says. And the the translator just goes, oh, Eo says you are a fucking pig. And I was like... Meh. <laughs> and I get really, really upset. I was like, bastard, I just pure put you over. <laughs> I get mega upset, um, but then fuck yeah, you know. I know it really really upset me. And, like you can tell when they say things, but then it was. Uh, I guess it's not you like hyped state of emotion because this is like oh your yeah right conference yeah I was under pressure like, 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 uh, like I'm going to speak in front of these people for the first yeah, time. Right. Um, but then I, I think all the other girls went out after and I went I'm going home I'm going home my bed and I was in a bad mood and it was Kaylee came back and she kind of went you need to stop getting yourself like this. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you're letting them win. You're taking that on board. You're letting them get to you, whereas you're the one that's come over here. They've paid your they've flight. They've paid you to come here, and they've seen your work, and they want you to work with them, and you're the one that's doing the main event. Why should you take criticism off of them? They're not the main event. They're not the one that's been flown to different countries putting in the work. Um, and I was like, fucking yeah! And uh, went and did the match and had a pure blinder and they were like, "Can you come back in some couple of months?" <laughs> How many tours you done with them now? I think three, one, three. Three, and you absolutely love it. Love it. See that minute that I stopped letting them win, I just absolutely loved everything, every single thing about it. It's just such a different life over there. You just live wrestler life. You wake up in the morning and go, "Do we have training or do we have a show or do we have a photo shoot?" Like you don't need to worry about anything other than what match you're doing it's Being the best wrestler. and get drunk all the time <laughs> <laughs> what's the nightlife like over there oh so good they have these things called strong zero they are the absolute 
most wonderful drink ever. It's kind of the social equivalent, I imagine, of walking around with a can of special brew. Oh, <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. But because you're foreign, you're like, ah, I don't know any better. It's fine. It's like 9% canned oh. cocktail, and you have two, and you're absolutely smashed. When you were younger, you used to take, do you ever do uh, turbo shandies? We'd mix yes. smell of ice in with special. Oh, oh the worst hangovers. Brr. The yes. worst. But they taste like lemonades, so they literally <laughs> went down so easy. Mm. Gives me bad memories. Um, no, re- nightlife's great. They have this place called Rapongi. It's where all the foreigners go uh, to drink and make an arse of themselves. It's great. <laughs> oh, and uh, uh, Japan's still really sexist, uh, but it works out in a good way sometimes because bars get overcrowded with so many males as a kind of spur to bring more females in. They'll do you pay a thousand yen cover charge, which is like a tenner, and girls drink all night for free. Oh, oh my god! That sounds like the messiest night. It's the best. You and Kaylee, just the messiest and, and night. Tony <laughs> oh and, god! Oh, so good. And then we just go home and frighten all the poor Japanese people by being steaming foreigners on the trains. Like, because on the trains you're not even supposed to talk. You're not supposed to talk or eat or drink. And we're ah, standing so there London, with our London, hands London like, Underground. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We're standing there like ah, steaming, yes, lads, lads, lads. <laughs> <laughs> But I love how you said, like, you went the first time, you're like, I'm going home, I'm going, I'm a hater, you, I'm going home. And then I'm like, I can't wait to go back, yeah, oh, it's How many people do you reckon have been in those experiences in their lives, and then they've gone, I'm done? Yeah, I know, and it, it kind of breaks my heart to think about it, to be honest, because it's just this kind of small mind, and, and like, see, when I think about it, it must be like, we talked about it, it must kind of be a jealousy thing. Yeah. Like, they, I'll put the cards on the table, those girls work so hard, they have the proper young girl experience, some of them leave school early and they get absolutely battered and hammered at training and then they do see somebody like me coming in and it's perceived I'm instantly getting something and they're like, fucking this fat bitch walks in and gets all the title shots and I've been working here five years. Yeah. <laughs> I can kind of understand it but obviously it's not like that really, is it? But I guess it's also the same way that some of us as well sometimes will have some, somebody will come over. It's not as much now because I feel that the amount of imports coming over is less. Yeah, yeah. But there used to be imports coming over mm-hmm. and they'd get paid double what you were getting paid. Yeah, exactly. And, and you're like, like, I'm the arsehole taking all the bumps. <laughs> or you'd be like, you'd be the one calling the match and being like, I'm definitely doing more of the work here than you are. Definitely. But, that's, but I, I feel like it's changed over the last couple, definitely. Last couple of years. Which for is the great. better. 100% for the better. I'm glad your experience changed for the better right, as well. me uh, too. It's just heartbreaking to think that I could have went away with that terrible experience when I'm never doing it again. And that could have changed everything. Yeah. And now I feel like it's kind of becoming my second home. Oh, and it that's like, really nice. I like I that. I know, right? It's so poofy. It's <laughs> not really nice. It's honest. I like it. I love going over there now. I just feel like I walk up and I'm like, ah, oh, Rossi. Like the, the guy who owns it's called Rossi. I'm like, oh, Rossi. It was oh, Biper. Ha ha. Biper. Oh, do you know what they do in the locker rooms? This pure pops me every time. Um, you go in the locker rooms and everybody gets like, it's so like hierarchy and stuff there like everybody gets an assigned space in the locker okay. room and how good your space is determines where you are kind okay. of thing and they always put like a wee bit of tape with your name on it but they don't have like a they don't have V's okay. in Japan okay <laughs> so watching them try to spell Viper every time was fucking hilarious <laughs> I'd keep them all and save them and put them on my backpack <laughs> <laughs> if ever I was feeling shite but they take the piss of me I just look at like they've got buy a par buy a par unfortunately now someone's going to listen to this and they're going to book you with buy a par yes <laughs> that would pop me or world of sport you're going to come out next, next season buy a par just want to take a minute from our conversations week to talk about our sponsors fixclothing.com 
Fix Clothing offer the best in men's retro and mod style clothing. They sent me one of their Paisley jackets this week and it is to die for. To die for. And hell, they even stocked the Kensington wool jacket that Pete Dunn loves to wear so much. You know, the lovely beige one. So if you want to look like the mod father, you want to look like the bell of the ball, or hell, even the bruiser weight himself, then head over to fixclothing.com. Because trust me when I say this, people, these lot over there are tearing it apart. <laughs> well, let's put, I just trapped the word. Let's, let's speak all world sport. How did world sport got to come about? Oh, it, I kind of thought it was a ribbit first. I got a, <laughs> I'll be honest, like, I'm probably getting trouble for this. I got a random Facebook message from someone saying, hello, I work with ITV. Um, oh, do you want me to be on Judge Rinder? Yeah. <laughs> I've had that message, had the message oh, about two weeks ago. Don't even start me. Naughty people. That well, she messaged me and she was like, uh, I remember you from the Deal and No Deal. I was like, oh, this is a winner here, this is uh, good. Maybe it's in TV work. Do you want to be on Judge Rinder? No, 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 I do not. Absolutely not. Away. Um, no, they Facebook messaged me on my fan page and I thought, this is taking a piss, this is a lot of rubbish, this. And uh, I kind of like asked around a couple of people, is this legit? Is this a thing? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's a real thing, quick, hurry, reply. And uh, I replied that day and they were like, oh, excellent, right, we've spoken to everyone to speak to, uh, can you come to Manchester for an interview on Tuesday? I was like, uh... I, that quick? I, yeah, like, it was like that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So when he messaged, like, oh, we're doing this World of Sport thing, yeah. is that what he said? Yeah, and that was, um, they were like, we want to do a revival of World of Sport and we'd really like to have a show, would you fancy coming down for an interview? And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. When do you want to do it? Thinking there'd be like a couple month. of yeah, oh, yeah something like that. And they're like, Tuesday. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so like, right, we'll get your train sorted. Like, All right, uh, okay. How many, how, many, how many women went for it, do you know? Uh, there was myself and Alexis Rose and Lana Austin and I think Chardonnay. Okay. Um, and there's maybe one or two others, but that's from the what ones I remember. the four yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know when you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably Sunday you were a bit like, oh, I don't know who she is, but well, it wasn't that. It was like, we didn't even get to know that. I'll be honest. I took a sneaky peek at the signing register. Uh, <laughs> and I went to the <laughs> Of course, the names you knew then yeah, jumped yeah, yeah. out. Jumped out. So how how did you find the world of sport experience? It was amazing. It was really bizarre. Like it was like a wrestling show, and it wasn't because you got to like the place you're recording and you're constantly ushered from like it was like we were in, we were in a crash we weren't allowed to be left alone <laughs> not allowed to be left our own devices like uh, you get one person to take you to where your dressing room was and one person to show you where the canteen was and if you wanted to go out for a fag someone had to come with you so they could let the key card back in and uh, it was really good though it was just anything you could think of that needed done they had it taken care of already what's Kate doing like? oh it was so good it was a wee bit hipstery we were like we went and it was like, oh, chicken stuff with ricotta and all this green stuff and then that sprig on top and you're like, eh, all right, I would have been okay with just chicken. Just, <laughs> just the chicken, the chicken. Would <laughs> the been chicken would be great and like, oh, couscous and artichokes. Like so, all right, okay. You don't like couscous? I hate couscous. Tesco do a nice one. It's got like big raisins in it. I like that. I don't like that. The girlfriend's big on couscous. And I'm not. She's. She was just all the shizzle like, oh, the, the dish's so nice, they named it twice. I'm like, shit, shit. That's what it is. Shit, shit. Fucking hate it. It's cold, small rice. Am I a bird? No. Why am I eating birdseed? Cold, small rice. Shit, shit. But I remember watching your match, and, uh, and this is not me just saying it because you hear it. Um, I watched it with, with Hitch, and it was no. it, it was my favourite match. Oh, match. thank you. It really was. I, 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 I liked it because it was easy, and I was like, let's just... I think what people kind of forgot, like, loads of wrestling fans watched it, and they were like, oh, it wasn't as good as this wrestling show or that wrestling show, but it's not <coughs> about that. This is, like, 
we're not catering to wrestling catering fans. To wrestling fans. I'm catering to Jack and their Ma and their Wayne's who have never really seen wrestling. My girlfriend's mum doesn't watch anything. And she loved it. Right? She That's absolutely what loved it. I wanted, like, grannies to be, like, throwing stuff with the telly. I'm like, I wanted granny heat. That's what I wanted. And, uh, she loved like, it. I get Don't so you. many messages from uh, wrestlers going, my mum loves you. <laughs> and I was like, good. I'm glad. I've got the mother's votes. <laughs> how did you find work in that match in general? And how did you find the crowd? Uh, oh, the crowd were excellent. They were, the kids were, like, doing all the stuff for, like, kind of... But they were—they pretty much were wrestling fans. Yeah, right? yeah, the wrestling oh, fans really. got straight yeah, on the yeah, ticket yeah. straight away. It was funny because the way they done the kind of how you got the tickets is the way they do it for any other show that they do, like Jeremy Kyle or Judge Render, blah blah blah. It's basically come and we will seat you, <laughs> um, and if you if the seats get filled up, they get filled up. But so many people turned up, and they said it was like the biggest—I can't remember what, how, how many they said, but it was like something ridiculous amount of people had showed up for tickets, and obviously it was only like quite a small. Yeah, of course. Audience, um, so many people get turned away, and all these people are online going, "Oh, it's ridiculous to turn people away." And then, and then, and I was like, "Well, if you put like we're not running a wrestling show here, people, it's a TV show. Come on." But that's good as well. Like yeah. people should have gone, "Like fuck, this is a big deal. They're turning people away." Yeah, yeah. And this should, I guess, as well, the executives would have gone, "Fuck, we've yeah, got well, some, they, we've got they were so excited about it because oh, there must be so much interest in all this." And we were like, "Oh, mate, you've no idea." <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get on with the show. Get on with the show. <laughs> so, have you heard anything back? To, I, I spoke to a lot of people about this, and I just want to see that the general. What's the general consensus? What's going to happen in going forward with that? Well, they don't want to get in any trouble, but from what I'm being led to believe, it's more of a when than an if. Yeah, that's but it's just nothing been finalised yet. But um, I found some people got a little bit shitty with me after it. To be honest, um, in what way? Like. Oh, this sounds so. I don't want to like sound so bad, but like, I feel after the show, I'm probably one of the people who did better out of it all. Like, as soon as it it all came about, I decided like as soon as the show aired, the next night, the next few hours, I was back in a flight uh, to Japan for Stardom, and everybody was kind of like, "Oh, I don't know if that's a good idea because you're going to miss all of the buzz and blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Well, I've agreed. I've signed my contract now. I have to go." <laughs> um, but then it kind of lay for a while and like nothing really like picked up and then normal wrestling was having its break because it was over the Christmas New Year period and everybody kind of stayed not doing too much whereas I did my tour and then as soon as I came back it was like booking, 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 you know, like, oh, you done good for oh, yourself. Yeah, you're, like doing, you're doing well, you're good, yeah, good yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You? I'm a wee bit like, I'm fucking sorry, I'm popular. Right? I'm sorry, I choked up Ryland, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this podcast happening. I want, right? <laughs> I want to hear about you choking How was that? How was choking up Ryland? Uh, it was hilarious because they, all the execs asked me about it and they knew about it, but they didn't tell Ryland. Brilliant. He had no idea. And he Brilliant. was, you could see him, like, he's standing there and he's talking to me. And he's one sat, he's like got this confused look in his face. I know that people who are listening to this can't see me do this. Um, She's stood with a confused look in her face. <laughs> he's looking and he's wondering why, like, people who are normally in the office they don't ever come out. And so they've, it's it's all, a curtain sellout. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're all looking. Oh. Like, and he's like, What's going on? I'm just like, Come here, you. Boof. Hips off, sat the floor. He's like, ah! <laughs> I think I knocked out his veneers a wee bit. He was like, Try to fix his teeth. He was raging. But then he came How- back after it and he's like, oh my god, that was hilarious, they didn't tell me, ha ha ha, that was really good, I hope you do so well. And he was lovely. And was the whole experience on this morning, yeah. great. Oh, it was horrible, but amazing because it was live TV. Yeah. 
and when it was so different for us because we did um, obviously we did the show and it was pre-recorded and everything was nice and easy Ozzy and this is our times and blah 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 and then do the actual show um, but this was live telly and it was like come in go to makeup get your hair done blah 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 get your gear on you have to be in you have to be in here in 30 seconds and I was literally like running to the bit like still trying to do my boot up like ah. So, like if I'd known this I would have showed up being gear yeah like honestly we'd have because we didn't we'd done talk sport radio before it as well and it was all have a seat cup of tea wee biscuit and then just from all the nice peacefulness to quick you're late do this bah! and then we'd done it and I'm like right leave there's your taxi we're like, <laughs> it's like we're in and but I guess they probably got the next people to show <laughs> yeah, for the next show like for like loose it. women and shit like in that in and so. out in th- like 30, 30 minutes stops fuck like, so you got the bits where you just stood around it was just like a picture you stood around and then they literally went back and you were just stood around waiting yeah. and then like fuck yeah. it was a definitely experience <laughs> did you have a end of the year did you have WWE tryouts I did yes how was that I mean, I thought I was a bit rubbish because cardio is not exactly my strong point, let's face it. Um, but it was really interesting because you you know how they do the tryout and then you get your yes, no, your maybe. Uh, I've not heard anything. But I'm presuming that's because, well, they know I'm under contract. I would guess so. <laughs> Speaking to lots of my friends, I think that would be how it is. And I heard lots of really good things, so... Oh, we'll wait and see. So how does that work with a... Are you signed for a year for Wills? Yes, I think it's... But obviously I think if they're going to do this new series, they'll want to do new contracts and all that kind of stuff and then we'll all have to... Especially with how good things are going in British wrestling at the moment, we're getting slapped to this really big choice. Like, oh. But it's like... I, I, was, I was speaking to someone the other day and I said that if you got the world, you get the world spot. They say we're going to do a series. Yeah. We're then going to do arena tours, right? Like and they say you and you're going like to and you, exactly, and you're going to get this much money. Yeah. And it's a good. And it's a good amount. One, ITV usually then ushers you around everywhere, yeah. so you end up on Celebrity Juice. You end up on Loose Women. Right. You end that's up, what I want. And that is not Loose Women. The like, I mean, but, I would go on Loose Women. <coughs> listen. But <laughs> that's when you go from being the wrestler. To a household, household name, name right. and this is how like and you're your like your stock just improves, improves. And then improves. what happens? This is my thought. I was and like, then, I was like, then, then, you, then all of a sudden, then it starts. To, it maybe goes. Maybe they don't bring it back. Maybe they do two or three seasons, and you go, all right, that was a good run or whatever. Then you can, of course. Then you can go into WWE or whatever with yeah. a bit of steam. Or right. my ideal dream, you go to the jungle. Well, <laughs> I'm a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, I was talking to someone about. It all started like imagine like. It all starts off, we do one wrestling show and then somehow we become TV personalities and in five years we're doing like some kids morning TV show like, hi guys! <laughs> well Danny Gonell put up on it, he was like, um, I'm pretty going to put some money on if this takes off, uh, one of my mates is going to be in the jungle in two years now. And I was like, fuck I, I want one perfume. I'd love to be in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Smell like a viper. Venom. Nice. You definitely thought about it. You've been in, you've been in the bathroom and you're going, I want like one of those, you know, like the wee things, the wee puffy things. But it has a snake's head. So look, oh, there, oh, look oh, at that. We've got this. Genius. We've got this. We've Brilliant. <laughs> I need to get my notepad and write this down. We Sometimes do. I just like write down the data. So oh, you can listen to this back. And oh, there, we, there go. we go. Even better, genius. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, what's what's next then for what's next for Viber? 
Or what would I you like just, to happen next? I don't know. Or we just mapped it out with the fact you want oh, to be yeah, in the jungle. Oh yeah, pretty much. I'm going to do this and then go in the jungle and have my own perfume line and uh, life's going to be grand. And then it'll, I'll probably come to... Do you know what I want? I want one of those like the rise and fall of, you know, like somebody does really, really good. Where are they now? Yes. And then it's like they've, they've done something terrible and all fucked up. I want that to be me. <laughs> Except well, good luck with that. Good luck. Not, not like murdering anybody or something. <laughs> like that. You know, just the people versus <laughs> versus like American crime series. Um, I don't know. Um, book me and I will come. I guess <laughs> that's just how I've lived this life so far, and it worked out pretty good. Like I've never been any good at reaching out to places and going, oh, like I just don't. What do you say, like? Especially now, I'm like, I don't mean to be a dick about it, like, I'm pretty sure you probably have an idea who I am. And I'm kind of like, well, I'd like to come. I think I'm alright. Give me a chance. <laughs> like, Sometimes if you're not getting, you're not getting, though, you're a bit like, well, do I, do I have to approach them? Yeah, do I, I like, know, you're like, I'm like, it's not like it's not, it's not arrogant, like because me. you're a bit like, well, will, will they think less of me if I yeah, approach right. them? Yeah, right, like, uh, it's so... Because uh, they watch everything, so they probably know who I am. Now you know the hell I go through every day. <laughs> when, you're at the, when you're at the shop and they're asking what's your name um, do you not know who I am <laughs> they were your perfumes mmm <laughs> venom <laughs> you smell like viper ha ha uh, I just don't I don't know how to do it I'm like messaging people like, oh, I really like your company product's really good uh, wrestle for you please that'd be honestly how I'd approach people I'm not any good at it whatsoever uh, I loved Shimmer. Shimmer was good. Want to go back there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and How many times you been? Just the once. Just the once. See, that's that's the thing. That's one of those places you have to message because so they've many got people. like all the girls in the world going, "Can I come? Can I come? Can I come?" And like, if you don't say, oh, I put, like, they also have back. a massive country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's one of those places that if you don't make yourself kind of like, is that what's the word? Um, Noticed. No, it, like it, uh, it, I'm making myself sound like an idiot now. I've had too many beers. Um, seen, and, seen and not heard, or something like that. Yeah, you need. It's, it's like you need to stay in there. Are you? Outside, out of mind. There it is. Ha ha. Outside, out of There we go. I got there eventually. Um, because they got so many girls going. Oh, I'd love to work. Blah 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 blah. If you don't constantly kind of badger them, like I'd really like to come back. Please bring me back. Then they'll just kind of forget. I guess. You just need to keep on them. Ding. Ding. That's them now, tell me. <laughs> oh, how good would that oh, be? Oh, please go on. Is it? No, no, uh, it's not. It's, it's my I was, pals, I was really yeah. hoping it was like, it was like the, it was the stardom thing. Over again. <laughs> I'm sat there doing a podcast and I need to go to Japan. Well, uh, no, no, no. Like, please leave immediately. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> how I usually like to end these up then, how it finishes up is, uh, if you were to give uh, your past self any mm. advice or anyone coming to the business now, it could be for any uh, young girls coming to know. Yes. What would it be? Um, stop listening to people. <laughs> it's, it's terrible that sounds. Training schools are now <laughs> Don't listen to how to bump safely. No, um, stop letting people tell you how to be. Like, be you because trying to pretend to be something you're not is just going to set you back about a million years as I tried to be. I came in and I, at first I thought, right, I'll try and be like what they wanted and they were like, wrestle like a girl and it was terrible. It was awful. I should never wrestle like a girl in its pants. Um, and then I tried to be kind of diva-ish, and then I tried to be monster-ish. And it all just didn't work for me for the longest time until I just started being myself. So don't give a shit about people saying, oh, you need to lose loads of weight, or you need to look a certain way. Do your own thing, and then your personality will shine through a million times more, and it's only going to do you all the better. Well, that's really nice. I really like that one. Yeah. Hello.
No, no, it's really, it is really good. Busty cared pish. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what you just said. <laughs> um, they have a show in Scotland called Still Game. Okay. And one of the famous quotes is he says, they're at the, 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 their graves their wives and he goes she's still here in my heart and he goes bust the cared pish like sentimental shit you think oh I got you birthday <laughs> card pish I get right, you there you it's go got, I like that birthday <laughs> card pish birthday cared pish feel, well, it, feel good shit feel good shit feel good shit 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 <laughs> feel good shit shit <laughs> uh, where can people find you on the on the internet uh, twitter and instagram's both the same it's at missviper91 at Miss Viper. Nice Viper. Are you on Instagram? Uh, yes, it's the same. Miss Viper 91. So, real nice and easy. I'd, really like, I'd like loads more Instagram followers. I've got quite a good lot of like, Twitter followers, but not a lot of Instagram followers. And yeah, so like, how does that work? Do people not like Instagram that much? I don't know, maybe. I think mm. it's great. Like, I I'm th- super nosy though. I'm like, what's everybody eating for their breakfast? Give me some inspiration. <laughs> I know, I feel, especially our age, I don't. I feel like the younger kids love Instagram. Oh, they, yeah, they, yeah. they actually love it, but I feel our age... Unless... Do you get, like, like a wee bit, like, nervous when the little, like, younger kids are talking about, like, this new app and social network site and you're kind of like, what is it? Tell me now, I must know. What's the cool thing now? Because Facebook's kind of, like, dying. Like, they must be going somewhere else. Remember when you had, like, MySpace? They're huge on Snapchat. Oh, yeah, Snapchat's the big one. I I, I couldn't be on Snapchat, though. I loved Bebo. Bebo was the best. Never, I never had Bebo. Never had Bebo. Facebook was my first one. I stay, I stayed off. I stayed. Off. The thing is, right, I was against social media for years. I said this before, and then I just, I'm addicted to it now. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I don't know. I How did anybody get booked before social media? How do you get what to venues? You You're up sat now. Right. Good evening. I don't know how like anybody got got booked before Facebook. That's like how ninety percent of my bookings got like Facebook messages. Like, hello. Would you do this job? But yes, I'll be there. I'm in bed. I'm just taking bookings. Yeah, right. Yeah. People are like, oh, email, phone. Like, who, who phones? Who, when was the last time somebody phoned you and it was good? <laughs> that's true. Right? That's and very that's true. And that's why I never answer phone calls. Please, if you want to get in touch with me, never ever phone me because I'll go, oh my God, it must be terrible news. I'm never answering that number again. I'm pretty sure the Dory still ring people, so maybe you should answer, <laughs> maybe you should answer calls. <laughs> in a year's time, you get a phone call, maybe you should answer calls no that's a good that's good advice good advice they ring you you text them backwards sorry babes <laughs> don't answer calls Saz love was in the shower what are you up to <laughs> want to sign me yes <laughs> Kimberly can birthday card birthday card fish <laughs> birthday card fish Kimberly can you answer your phone please oh sorry hello <laughs> but no this has been uh, this has been lovely just sitting there chatting. I've had a nice time we thanks have? very much like I said I, I say it all the time but we we've been on loads of shows together but I think yeah it's the we've ships in the night like, yeah, we, oh, but I think it's the first time we've ever sat down on a proper long chat. chat that isn't I'm about Pokemon. Are you, are you, are you still on it? Oh, I love Pokemon. You're still on it. And then now we've got all the new no, ones. No, I've I've gone. I've not checked this venue yet, actually. What am I doing with my life? I've, not, I've been at a venue all night and I've not checked the scope out for Pokemon. Okay, well, I think we'll leave you on that. Then. She's <laughs> going to go on Pokemon. Viper, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. No, it's been, it is. We'll tell you we're going to get it done and we, uh, we got it done. So, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. How good was that? Absolutely fantastic. I don't say it as much as I used to. Maybe I've become very conscious of the fact I say it, but absolutely fantastic. That story about her being at the press conference at Corker Hall and her calling her a fat pig absolutely blew me away. The fact that that still goes on and people are allowed to get away with it. I know it's, I know it's a different country, but 
I felt I, I felt so sorry for her sitting there and listening to how she almost gave up on her dream. Uh, she almost decided never to go back to Japan. And she, thanks to Kaylee Ray, really just said to her, Hey, you can't let this get to you. You've got, you've got to fight through it. And hey, look at her now. Third tour, she absolutely loves it in Japan, which shows that sometimes it's not always the greatest experience when you first start. But uh, if you want something bad enough, persevere and, hey, it's yours. Go and get it. Of course, I know some people struggle in different situations, but sometimes maybe you've got to give it time. Give it time, see how it is. And just, uh, Viper's a prime example that if you really do want something and you're good enough, eventually all the bullshit will go away and you'll be left with just your talent. And now, as I said, it's one of her favourite places to go and she's absolutely killing it. She said she had her WWE tryout, she had her World of Sport gig and it's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely fantastic, really is. And I think, uh, I hope as well that her personality came across as well on the recorder as it does in real life. She really is larger than life. Not just in that sense, when it comes to personality, she really is larger than life. Big love for Viper. Big, big love. Thanks, Viper. I appreciate you being on the show. Of course, if you ever enjoyed the show, then you can support us in two ways. Jump over to morganwebs.bigartel.com, pick up a t-shirt, pick up a DVD, say it every week at the beginning, pick up whatever. Jump into our sponsor, which is fixclothing.com, which is P-H-I-X, clothing.com, and pick up something from over them, because they are sponsoring this podcast this week. As I said, a lot of you saw me in that lovely paisley jacket, and a lot of you saying, oh, this is quite nice. Hey, if you're liking it, maybe go get yourself one. They'll be nice enough to send me one and be the sponsor this week. So definitely go over there and support them. Of course, if you can't afford to do that, as I said, then just give me a shout out on social media. Um, Twitter, Flash underscore Morgan. On the Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Flash Morgan Webster. Or if you want to book me for an upcoming event, maybe you want to be a sponsor like fixclothing.com or maybe you just want to send me some tech advice or maybe a little discreet little email and tell me how much you're enjoying the show. Then, of course, I am on the email at flashmorgan at live.co.uk. As I said every week, I do love seeing those tweets, love seeing those Facebook posts, love seeing those emails. Next week's guest. Well, of course, not recording him on these rolling Saturdays. Now, I was hoping to get one or two done at ICW. Fortunately, only got the one. But uh, next week's guest is my first European, if I get recorded, should do, my first European wrestling friend. Probably already guessed where I'm going next week. So there's only two options, really, out of those, out of those two, who that potentially could be. But uh, one of them... One of them I have a great relationship. I know the other one, of course, we're good friends. But the other one, uh, one of them I have a great relationship is go back a couple of years when we used to wrestle on great pay promotions together. I'm not going to say who it is. If you know the wrestling scene, you probably know who he is. But yeah, next week's guest, fingers crossed, should be an absolute corker, one of my favourite people. And it should be my first ever European wrestling friend. So definitely keep your eyes out on that. I guess that sums everything up. All that's left to say really is big thanks to fixclothing.com. Big thanks to anyone who's picked up a t-shirt or a DVD over at the store. There's been a few of you the last couple of weeks, which I really do appreciate it. And big thanks to anyone who's listening, because I say it every week, but this podcast was started because of my injury, but now it's something I love to do every week, because I love seeing your feedback, I love hearing that you're loving the show, and I just love to be in constant contact with you guys. So yeah, big thanks to anyone who downloads, who saves, or does whatever they need to do to listen to this podcast every week, because it really is appreciated. All I have to say really is, always a pleasure, it's always a treasure, and bye. Thanks for stopping by.